following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. (laughs) Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. introduction i've ever had <laughs> and explicit content oh that's in the this is midwest menage a trois good afternoon good evening good morning whatever the hell time you're listening to us welcome to midwest menage a trois i am jd and i am here with my cock tease of a wife carmen hey <laughs> and i do deserve that well, technically, you didn't do anything. It's something I'm going to do, but I'm blaming it all on you. Okay. Well, we uh, we just had a really cool weekend. Uh, met a new couple, had a fantastic time, and we are not going to talk about it tonight because we have a guest coming. <laughs> neener, neener, neener. So you're a cock tease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all you. I know. I It is, but it is. I know. What is it? Eh. Um, we got contacted, um, some friends of ours, uh, the, the Monroe's actually set us up with a guy that, uh, he's, a kind of an anomaly, I would say he's, he's got a really interesting life. He is a DJ, but he is a lifestyle DJ. So we, he put, they put us in contact with him. We had a little bit of a conversation he wanted to come on the show. We're like, absolutely. We'd love to talk to you. So we're going to kind of table our recent experiences for now yeah maybe next week maybe next week (laughs) and uh we're gonna talk to dj Stephen b so this guy's got a hell of a story i can't wait to talk to him yeah and he's a single male yeah so that fulfills two things yeah we're gonna get a lot of good perspective on this one i hope so yeah so (laughs) i know i want to tell the story but i can't (laughs) You could give a little bit of a teaser of it. Uh, we just had the luxury of meeting up with a new couple. I don't know how much I want to go into this. New old couple? <laughs> new old couple. There's there's some 30-year-old history there, but <laughs> um, it just it was a really, really fantastic night, and we had a whole a lot of fun. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. How's that? We'll talk about it more. <laughs> <laughs> so without any further ado... I would like to introduce to our audience a name that some of you guys actually might know, especially if you've been out there on the Bliss Cruise, if you've been to Secrets in, in it's actually Kissimmee, or is it Kissimmee? Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that in a minute. I don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a weird pronunciation there. <laughs> anyway, I called Orlando. Um, so if you've ever been to any of those places, you, you actually might know this guy. He works there quite often. Um, welcome to the program, Stephen B. How you doing, man? I am excited to be doing this with you guys. I'm doing really good, actually. <laughs> so, is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? Uh, I keep hearing. Uh, I'm not a Florida a Floridian yet. I guess you could say everybody keeps teasing me about that, but uh, Kissimmee is what everybody says. Kissimmee. Okay, I'll remember. No, I won't. Yep. No, you won't. <laughs> You'll still pronounce it the Midwestern weird way. So, for our listeners that don't know who you are um, and, and haven't been on any of those uh, excursions, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. Uh, I have been a DJ, not to date myself, but I started back in 1989, a long time ago. <laughs> um, back in the days of records and vinyl, you know, um, and uh, 
kind of happened about 2015. Uh, I was on the internet on YouTube because I always go on there to look for you know new music and new remixes and different stuff like that. And all of a sudden, a little commercial popped up, uh, ad popped up, and it was for this company called Bliss Cruise. And I was like, I saw hot, sexy people. I saw Caribbean. I saw a nightclub music. And I was like, that looks like fun. So there was a a phone number on there. I called the number, no lie. I called probably 50 to 100 times till they finally called me back and interviewed me. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) You were persistent. I was, and that's the reason they they called me back. And then uh, so this lady, her name was Janice, and she is the one who does all the hiring and stuff like that. And she she interviewed me for like an hour. The first question, she was like, so are you into the lifestyle? I'm like, I don't even know what it is, but it looks like fun. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) and then she started to ask me are are you okay with people being naked are you okay you know people engaging in sexual activities um and i said absolutely and then you know i've never been on a cruise before so so my introduction into the lifestyle as far as being a musician or a dj entertainer was i didn't start small at a little hotel takeover or a meet and greet i went right to the big time with you know there was three thousand you know plus people on that on that cruise. So it was a little overwhelming of the very first day. Let me just say that. So had you No, you had not been in the lifestyle before. No, this is brand new to me. Brand new. Wow, how was that first cruise? <laughs> so I was a little nervous the first day. So before the cruise, I started reaching out to a couple of the other DJs who did the very first Bliss Cruise. I missed the very first one. Other than that, I've done every one since then. Oh, no kidding. But, um, yeah. So, so I asked them, I was like, I was like, so how's it going to be? You know, or, you know, cause I, I was, you know, I wanted to have some fun, you know, besides DJing, you know, that's one of the benefits of, of, of DJing lifestyle events. And I was like, are they going to want to even play with a single guy on the cruise and stuff like that? And I had, I had no idea what to expect. You know, the, the I just remember the first day, you know, the, the ship is just getting ready to set sail. And I was the very first DJ to play was called the sail away party. So, you know, the ship's getting ready to sail away. And Janice came up to me. She goes, all right, Stephen B, this is your chance to shine. Let's see what you got. And I was all nervous. I just, I was like, okay, just do what you do. You've been DJing a long time. You got this, you know? And, uh, just started doing my thing and people were enjoying it and it was a lot of fun and all of a sudden the cruise ship gets about oh maybe i don't know out out of out of ways from from the coast where the captain <laughs> the all important announcement yeah yep, saying all right everybody the clothes can come off and i'm like wow yeah <laughs> so a couple of que- i want to ask you a couple of questions about that very first cruise um if you don't mind me asking how absolutely how old were you when you did that first one um, let's see, I would have been, boy, I would have been about, uh, 40. Okay. Or what, no, 40, 42, 43, somewhere around there. Okay. I, I didn't want to give away your age if you don't no, want that's to. Fine. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. so as a, as a 40 year old single guy going on this, this crazy ass swingers cruise, mm-hmm. um, I guess, what are the rules for the DJs on the cruise? Because I know some of the Bliss employees are not allowed to interact a whole lot with the guests. Um, so how it is, see, and people get confused by that, actually. So any of the Bliss staff can play with anybody except for the people that work on the cruise ship year-round. So any, like, like let's say it was a Royal Caribbean cruise or celebrity cruise ship, those are the people that are not allowed to engage or play with other 
you know, people, because because that's their home. They live there six months out of the year. So all Bliss staff can pretty much do whatever they want. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, you know, so that's kind of how that works. But, you know, I didn't know, you know, they, I, it was a big learning curve for me. You know, I I had to learn, you know, all, all the lingo, you know, I didn't know what hall pass was, unicorns were, you know, I didn't know any <laughs> stuff, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, what? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You know, I'm not allowed to walk into the playroom. Am I not allowed to walk in as a single guy? You know, I had no clue what I was doing the first cruise. So it was, it was definitely a learning curve. You needed a dictionary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and everybody had like necklaces that meant different colors, meant different things. And I just got a necklace made and I had no idea that certain colors meant certain things. So I'm walking around with necklaces with all these colors. And I wondered why guys and girls were hurting. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you fare on that first cruise? Good question. As a single guy, were you well received? Um, I was actually through doing this for years, I've learned a lot now, but um, the very first people that I met um, was a uh, this beautiful Asian girl, probably in her about 45, and she was with an older gentleman. Uh, they lived in the Fort Lauderdale area, and she caught my eye, and I just went up and just started talking. I learned right away to talk to the gentleman and not the female. Um, <laughs> you know, I went up and I started complimenting, you know, him and, and, and his beautiful wife and stuff like that. And they were the first couple that I actually engaged with and played with. And we became great, great, great friends. Awesome. Um, they invited, they invited me down to their place several times. So that was the first cruise. Um, I just want to jump forward just a little bit. So since then, <laughs> sure. I am, I am known to only want to play with Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, it's funny because she introduced me to some other Asian couples that were on the cruise and then some other. So next thing I know, everybody's, you know, they're looking at me like, hey, you know, she's not Asian, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I just kind of rolled with it, you know? So it was, it was kind of funny how that all happened. Kind of so. funny how some of those stigmas can get added on so quickly, <laughs> even though there's, there's no truth behind them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry, right. honey, I'm out. you don't don't fit the asian bill very well (laughs) yeah so so that's kind of how that happened and uh so so that was the first cruise um i only you know i met one couple you know them and uh it was it it was it was a learning curve for me you know um but other than that so fast forward just a little bit so the second cruise uh they were on the cruise ship they've been on the cruise ship all all the cruises ever since then uh, the the Asian or the, the couple from Florida that I met the first time. Mm-hmm. So the second time I'm on the cruise, I'm actually in their cabin. I'm having fun with his wife. He's like, "Hey, you take care of you take care of her. I'm a happy man." You know, he just sits there and watches and enjoys. And all of a sudden, there's a knock on the cabin door. And he's like, "Hey, Steve, go answer the door." And I'm like, "So I'm in the middle of having fun with his wife, and I have to get up, answer the door, <laughs> and all of a sudden, answer the door." And they're like, "Oh, so we invited these other people to come to join, and here." Turns out it was Harry, the owner from Hito. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, yes. And he came to the door, and he was like, he said, hey, he goes, he goes, we heard all about you. We heard you're really good in the bedroom, so I wanted you to have fun with my girlfriend here and uh, have at it. <laughs> you know? so, so I was like, okay. But it was uh, it was kind of weird because he – I didn't know this guy. I didn't know who he was. I've heard of Hito, you know, Hito and stuff like that. Sure. And he actually gave me something. It was a little – packet i mean he wanted me to take it and i i don't need any male enhancement 
products, but I was like, oh, what the heck? And it looked like legit, and it was a gel Viagra. You can get it from, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it yet. But, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you put it under your tongue. It tastes like orange, and within five to ten minutes, it's entering your bloodstream and working right away. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I took that little packet when we went to Cozumel, and you have the, the little pharmacies all over the place where you don't need prescriptions. Or when I walked in, like, do you guys have this? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was like, give me $100 worth. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so obviously that that uh, little encounter there, A, you get to play with an awesome group of people, but also I'm assuming you made some good connections out of that. Oh, absolutely. That's that's kind of what propelled my whole lifestyle DJ career was that very first Bliss Cruise. And, and I made it a point to network and not party like the other DJs, you know, where, you know, they're up till five, six, seven in the morning, you know, and then they're not waking up till, you know, 3 p.m. the next day. I was up every morning by, you know, 7, 8 a.m., networking, meeting people. And uh, one thing just kind of led to another. And now I'm DJing all across the nation and other countries. So was it, you and I talked a little bit over the weekend, yes. and I think you mentioned you had, you were just going getting ready to go do your last vanilla wedding. <laughs> yes, I did. So you, you want to do, obviously, you're, you're moved into the lifestyle stuff full time. Was it that first cruise, was that like an immediate aha moment? Did you look at that and go, this is what I want to do? I want to cut out all the other stuff and just solely focus on this? Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, when I left that very first cruise, it was almost a saddening moment for me. I was like, I really enjoyed that. You know, even though I didn't engage a lot, I just, I miss the people. I miss the atmosphere. I missed how fun people in the lifestyle are, you know? And I was like, you know, I really want to do more of these. I want to do it. I sure hope they call me back for the next cruise, you know? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. We actually, when we were on the Bliss Cruise last year, we spent some time talking to some of the Royal Caribbean guys. Um, particularly, they were entertainers. And we mm -hmm. st we're still in contact with them today. And, and that's what they kept saying, too, is they want to do more Bliss Cruises. They just couldn't believe how friendly everybody was and how happy everybody was. They just, they wanted to be around that nonstop. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, 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 that's one thing that I really enjoyed about it was just, just the friends that I made, the lifelong connections, you know, so that, that, that's, that's one of the big bonuses, I guess you could say is the lifelong connections that I've made. So do you split your time between different locations or are you home based somewhere? Um, <laughs> so I am born and raised native in Wisconsin. And uh, I don't know if now's a good time to tell the story about what brought me to Florida and how I moved to Florida. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so this is kind of a funny story. So the last November cruise, um, I always, being a single male, I always like to reach out to people on social network. You know, I'll, I'll look for some of the lifestyle groups or, or some of the different uh you know, groups and stuff like that that have to do with lifestyle. And all of a sudden, I saw this girl in there. She caught my eye, and I saw she we had lifestyle friends in common. So I reached out to her through Facebook, and I was like, I just said, <laughs> normally I'll have a cool conversation, but I just got straight to the point with this girl. I'm like, hey, I just noticed you're in a lifestyle. You're going on a bliss cruise. Her reply, back, her, her reply back was, who the fuck are you, and how do you know I'm going on a bliss cruise? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? So all of a sudden, she checked me out, and she goes, okay, he's kind of cute. She, she, goes, she goes, yeah, I'm you know, and next thing I know, it's uh, the day before the cruise. All of a sudden, she starts sending me some sexy pictures, you know, of, like, the pre-party she's at. 
And she goes, yeah, she goes, we're definitely going to have to meet. So the very first day on the cruise, she found me. Uh, I was DJing. Just got done. She came up to me, started talking. About five minutes into our conversation, she's like, you want to go fuck? I'm like, yeah, let's go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, so we did, and it was really good. And then a few hours later, she goes, you want to go do that again? I'm like, absolutely. So we went and we did, and then when we got done, we looked at each other, and something happened. Something magical happened, something that neither of us were expecting. We got done, we looked at each other, and we're like, what did just happen? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things, you know, and the funny thing is, was she was on a ship with a single gentleman who needed somebody to accompany him so right. he could come on the cruise. Um, you know, so she was single, he was single, I was single immediately after we got done and we had that connection, she moved into my cabin. So she kind of left that guy that she she was with, mm -hmm. but to make him happy, we set him up with a few uh, uh, orgies and gangbangs. So he was definitely happy. So <laughs> well taken care of, good. Yep, yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing it several years, so I have a lot of connections on the cruise now. So so we connected, you know, hooked him up or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite an experience. That just that first week was pretty cool. You know, I mean. I could just feel that something was was happening between me and her, you know, and then we actually engaged with a few couples and that was like my first experience actually starting to develop feelings for somebody and all of a sudden we meet a couple and right away we're like, hey, let's go have some fun, you know, and that's what we did and it was it was a turn on for, for me to see her with somebody else and, you know, and, and just, we did that with, I think, two couples on the cruise. So you got so. to experience that whole compersion factor for the first time. Yeah, it was really cool because, you know, because I'd be looking at her with, 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 with a gentleman and I'd be with another girl. And we were like staring into each other's eyes and be like, oh, yeah, you enjoy that. You know, that, you know, it was, I don't know what, I don't know what they want. I think they call it eye fucking. You know, she was eye fucking me and I was, just, I was it was so hot. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this I could enjoy. If this is what a swinger relationship is about, I was like, I, I think I'm going to like this, you know? So, so then uh, does she become the reason you end up in Florida? She does. So about, uh, we stayed in contact every single day. Um, even like videos, you know, chatting back and forth. And about two weeks later, I, I flew down to Florida, spent about two to three weeks with her. And I said, you know what? I said, I think I'm going to move down to Florida and give up my life, uh, that I built up here in Wisconsin and move down to Orlando, Florida to try to spend the rest of my life with her. Um, and there were some struggles, uh, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. as far as, being in a swinger open relationship sure um it's not what i was expecting uh i thought it was gonna be a little different so i, I went through some challenges mm -hmm. and then so. uh i guess so uh, you're not together anymore then unfortunately not okay no, <laughs> no yeah unfortunately not so so kind of what happened at the beginning um um you know, I still care about her a lot. I mean, she actually has, she's actually very, I don't know if you want to say popular throughout the central Florida area in the lifestyle. Everybody knows her. Sure. Um, so me and her actually even started a video swingers podcast. We did about five or six segments and people really loved it. And uh, they said, they said our chemistry was great together. Kind of like, kind of like how it sounds like you guys are, you know? So, awesome. um, yeah, so, so we did that. Um, one of the, the topics we did was uh, from religion 
to lifestyle because she was actually married yeah she was married to uh she, she was a preacher's wife for 17 years <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah that's a tough one yeah. yes wow. so that video when we released that one people were coming out saying oh my god thank you for doing it yeah. you know now we feel comfortable enough talking about it you know um because they didn't know how to bring it out into the open to let people know that they're swingers or in the lifestyle so um, at some point, obviously the, the relationship ends and, and, mm -hmm. I, you know, we don't need to get into that, but now sure. you're, you're here in central Florida, yep. um, left your home in Wisconsin. Um, what do you do now? I mean, had you been working at secrets at that time already? Um, actually, uh, so to back you guys up and correct that, um, I worked at paradise lakes resort. Mm. So secrets is my secrets is my playground. So, ah. when I, so, so yeah, so uh, I want to DJ there, but I will not because of one factor. They said, if I work there, we are not allowed to play there. Oh, oh. And you don't, don't want to ruin yes. the home court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I love Secrets. Secrets is by far my favorite resort, swinger lifestyle place in all of Florida. So have you been to, because there's a lot in Florida. You yes, mentioned Paradise Lakes. Yes, I've been to Lakes. every single there's... one that I, if, if it's if it's in Florida, I think I've been to all of them. Yeah, there's Caliente <laughs> and Trapeze yep. and all those. Yep. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Great. Yep. Yep. And there's, there's just something about secrets that I, that, that just draws me in. Um, I, I, I love the rooms, how, you know, that how everybody can own their own room and decorate it up however you want. They're and fun. Yeah, it's, it's it's such a cool vibe at Secrets. I really like it there. Yeah, we've been talking. We got to get back down there. We haven't been down since they opened up the new pool. So I've oh, heard, yeah. oh, I've heard that's amazing. Yep, it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> last Fourth of July was the last time we were there. Yeah, it was right, under construction. Right. Then. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's kind of what happened. But you know, in between then, you know, I I was uh, you know, all of a sudden I, I got a phone call from some company over in Texas uh, called Club Eden. Uh, they actually have three of them: San Antonio, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma City. And You've heard he of them. had flew me. Yeah, he flew me in to DJ there, and he liked me, so he had me do like a three-month tour where every single weekend he would fly me to one of his clubs to kind of brand and build my Stephen B name in that area. So that way, next time they fly me down, now people know who I am, and that draws a bigger crowd because they love what I do. So and that led to another big event that we just wrapped up called the shit show in oklahoma city <laughs> i've actually heard of that one too <laughs> oh yeah that is by far the nastiest raunchiest filthiest dirtiest takeover you'll ever see in the country i swear to you no kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah the pool games that they do are yeah, it blows my mind away. I don't even know how they. I don't know how they come up with these games. I really don't. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, that you you do you know Eden and and Paradise Lakes and all those. Is yep. there any place that's on your that's top of your list? This is the place I would love to to work at or DJ at. It, there is, and I'm actually going to be. There's a few of them, uh, and I'm actually. I just booked my trip. I'm doing my first Hedo oh. event. Coming up in October, I'm doing 10 days, so I'm really excited for that. Awesome. Um, I always wanted to do Naughty in New Orleans, and I finally did that one for this last July. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, yeah, Naughty and Have you ever been to that one or heard of we, that one? We've never been. We know all yes. about it. <laughs> yeah. That party is amazing. It's, it's amazing. huge. I have never seen a playroom like their playrooms, the heat, this guy, uh, they go above and beyond to make make it just a great experience for everybody at Naughty in New Orleans. I was very, very impressed with that. That um, is definitely one that we will have to check out. Yep, yep. And then uh, the other few places is uh, Secrets and Temptations. Okay. 
Yep, them are the other two that I'm working on right now. Other than that, I've pretty much hit all the places in the United States. Um, I think a place in Vegas called Whispers that I've been uh, contacting a few times and seeing if I can lock that in there. So so generally when you go to these places, uh, especially like in the United States, do they fly you out for those or are you you footing the bill for that? How's that work? All expenses paid. Nice. Everything. Nice. I don't pay a single thing. Uber, food, airline, hotel, everything is covered. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you had mentioned when we were talking over the weekend, uh, that your, your goal, and obviously I think it, it, anybody has a goal that, that's in a profession, they want to be number one, but you want to be the number one lifestyle DJ in the, the nation, in the world. I do. I really do. And How? I think I, I, I know I can do it. And you mentioned, uh, you know, you're, you're currently in this position and there's a couple other guys. How do you, is there a ranking somewhere of this? Is there? <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I look at it this way. I, I look at who is getting more bookings at the bigger venues, the bigger parties. Um, you know, with Bliss Cruise, uh, I'm, I'd have to say I'm pretty much up there. I'm, I'm pretty much their number one DJ. There's me and one other guy. We're, uh, you know, because every year people fill out seven, you know, their little questionnaires and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, they keep saying that they get so many compliments when I DJ because I learned very fast. There's a difference between being a regular vanilla nightclub dj and being a lifestyle swinger dj okay so that leads me into a question that is burning in my brain (laughs) and it has been since we first talked to you on saturday okay we go to a lot of places Mm -hmm. and what they play is all edm edm and don't read the room so like they start with the edm stuff and you just kind of watch the dance floor clear absolutely is that what you do (laughs) no i i want to know for it serious i i i honestly don't remember from the bliss cruise an actual name i remember Mm -hmm. your face from the bliss cruise that we were on okay but i don't remember like because I typically stand a little bit further back because my husband's super tall and can't be up by the speakers. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and I'm short, so I can't see. So, sure. like, what do you what do you typically play, or do you read the uh, room? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So I am what's called the open format DJ. So I play all genres of music, everything from Latin to reggae to EDM to disco to you know 80s to everything. So that is where I shine within usually one or two songs or even before I start DJing, I can already tell what 90% of the people want to hear just from looking, just from looking around saying, okay, there's older couples over there. There's a little younger generation here, you know? So my favorite and what people enjoy, what I do is I love playing eighties edm remixes so i'll take like a bon jovi song or a guns and roses or journey song and i will remix it with edm style so it still has that that high energy but it's songs that people can sing songs that everybody knows the lyrics to nice. you know um that's the difference between me and some of the other lifestyle djs that are out there awesome okay <laughs> yep. so yep. that's perfect um mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, good answer. <laughs> because we have been to, you know, resorts or wherever, and that's all you hear all, all right. night and all day. And 
Yeah. So and, and and to back that up a little bit, I know like Temptation, it makes sense there because you do have a wider variety of crowd. We go to Desire a lot. Mm-hmm. Desire is ninety nine percent forty plus. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of people do complain about the music sometimes. So sure, but they still do go on with the EDM all day and all night. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll be honest. I know why. So as a DJ, EDM music is the funnest music to DJ if you're a good DJ. Um, but the worst thing is is you go to a, a you know you go to resorts you know somewhere and let's say you're dancing and it's the EDM music you hear you know all of a sudden you leave you come back an hour later it still sounds like the same song. Right. It does. You know, I don't, me even being a DJ, I don't even want that. I want a song where I know the lyrics to, where I can sing to, you know, I want to enjoy because being a lifestyle DJ is not about loud thumping music. It's about people connecting and people having fun. And that's the other thing. So A, I call it repetitive noise. Mm -hmm. And B, a lot of times in these places, it's so incredibly loud that yep. you're trying to connect with another Correct. couple or another yep. person, and you can't hear a word that they're saying. Right. Absolutely. No, see, I... I make it. Yeah. See, and I'm smart about it, too. I'll actually leave the DJ booth within 10 minutes of de- starting to play my music. I'll put on a little longer song. I'll walk around the whole club area, and I'll actually see if people are talking loud or if they're just having a normal conversation. I'll adjust the volume, you know, um, and, and people like that. I think that's probably why you have a little bit of advantage, you know, coming from the the traditional DJ route from, you know, mm-hmm. back in, in the early 90s. Yep. You had to play to the crowd. You didn't have that option of, you're going to listen to this and like it, because if you're oh, at right. a wedding, you want everybody <laughs> on the dance floor, and as soon as they clear off, well, there go your reviews, and you're not getting hired again. So you, right. you have an advantage there, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yep, yep. And I, another thing, uh, my other advantage, and I've been getting better and better at I love getting on the microphone and engaging with people and getting them hyped up and, and getting them connected and loosen up and, and not being so, you know, nervous over in the corner, you know, and getting them out there because <laughs> that's why they're there, you know. So they're there to engage with other people. So that's kind of my goal. And I also learned to – if you can get the females on the dance floor, the guys will follow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I always play them. I actually have a little folder on my computer. It says, uh, I think I call it Girly Hot Remixes or something like that. <laughs> so it's, so it's, all, it's all the songs that will get the girls on the dance floor. So That is awesome. Yep. Um, yep. You've been around a lot of this stuff now, you know, after years of doing it. What's What's some of the crazier stuff you've seen, you know, out on the dance floor or, or on the cruises or, or anywhere? <laughs> oh boy where do i start <laughs> <laughs> oh you've probably seen it all uh I, I i've had even experiences happen to me personally too oh. that, uh, yeah so when i tell some of the people some of the things that happen they're like what can you say that again <laughs> <laughs> uh let me let me think that so this was kind of a, a crazy experience so i was djing this probably was like maybe the third or fourth bliss cruise actually and of course, I met this beautiful 
Asian girl. <laughs> and, well, and I, we I heard were... that. I heard that's all you like. So yeah. <laughs> um, see, the funny thing is, I used to date an Asian girl uh, who was from Taiwan. So I actually learned to speak a little bit of, oh, of no Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So so if I can come up to uh, you know a beautiful Asian girl and, and say, hey, you know, can I ask you a question? What's your nationality? And if they say anything like Taiwan or China, I can speak a little bit to them, and that right there, that connection is like. Oh yeah, it's got to blow them away. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I can say, "Hey, you're beautiful in Chinese." You know, they're like, "Wow." You know? <laughs> <laughs> he does his homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, so so I met this beautiful, skinny little Asian girl, maybe like a hundred pounds, and and hanging out with her for you know almost the whole cruise, and people kept coming up. They thought we were a couple. They're like, hey, you know, do you and your wife play? I'm like, oh, I just met her on the cruise. You have to ask her. You know, I, I have no idea. If she, you know, <laughs> so people kept coming up to me then later and like, hey, do you know why she's on the cruise? Do you know who she is? I'm like, no. It's like, she's a hardcore dominatrix. I'm like, oh. what? Oh. I'm like, uh, <laughs> she f- did not mention that to me at all. <laughs> and so after I found that out, I asked her and she's like, She's like, she's like, are you okay with that? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. She goes, she goes, are you into any type of BDSM? I'm like, I've never even gone into the dungeon room. She goes, are you curious? I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first experience actually going in and, uh, you know, and she, she kind of tied me up a little bit and had her way with me and, you know, gave me the safe word. And, you know, she asked me on a scale of one to, one to five, how, you know, five being, you know, stop. You know, and I was, in, you know, she she's using a little flogger a little bit here and there, and and all of a sudden she goes, "So how was that?" And I said, "One." She goes, "Oh, you shouldn't have said that." <laughs> <laughs> sealed your fate. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so so something something crazy because you wanted to know kind of a little crazy story. So later uh, that day, um, I went back to the cabin and I, I wanted to do something kind of special, something fun for this girl. So I kind of took the cabin and rearranged it. I took all of the furniture out of the cabin and put it out on the balcony. So <laughs> the only, so the only thing that was in the cabin room was the mattress. That was it. All right. So I, I'm sitting there in the in in the cabin, and of course, they always have a share room with another Bliss staff employee. So I was with there's another DJ by the name of Mo Green. A lot of people know who he is. Mm-hmm. So me and Mo shared a room, and so I'm between this beautiful Asian girl's legs going down on her. And all of a sudden Mo comes in and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Cause you know, I, I didn't know any better. I should have hung something on the door. So he knew that, you know, I was in there with her. Or something. Right. <laughs> so all of, a sudden, all of a sudden he steps over me. He goes, I just got to get my stuff. I got a DJ like in an hour. And all of a sudden he steps over us on the bed and then he's getting ready to leave. And she, she turns to him and she goes, she goes, where are you going? He goes, oh, oh, I gotta go. She, she goes, no, you're not. She goes, she goes, you gotta join us, you know. And uh, <laughs> so he chickened out, of course, you know. That's that's just <laughs> that's just who Mo is. But anyway, so we got done having sex, um, and uh, so when we're done, this is the now this is the crazy part. All right, this is the really weird part. When we got done having sex, she took the condom off me, tied it in a knot, and she goes, now I'm gonna show you why I'm really here. I'm like, okay. So we left my cabin and proceeded to her cabin. She goes, now, are you sure you're okay with what I'm about to show you once we enter my, enter my cabin? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I mean, how, how, what 
how bad can it you be? Got you dead know, bodies or something in there? What the hell? <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, a little nervous, a little excited just to see. And all of a sudden, I go in there, and there's a gentleman in there, all handcuffed, tied up. He actually had on um, one of those, I don't know what they call it, like a cuck, uh, the mask, hold handcuffs oh. over his, yeah. And oh, they lost... the the genital, the, yes, like the chastity. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. They lost the key to it. Oh. He, they had to bring in security staff to <laughs> cut the thing off oh, of oh him. Oh my god. Right. Yes. But uh, but the crazy part of the story is. So he hires her to pretty much be down to him, and she, he has to do every single thing that she tells him to do. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I don't know how much I want to say of this, but let's just say she took the condom, cut it open, and you could probably guess what she made him do yeah. with it. <laughs> yes. Hey, no no kink shaming whatsoever. Nope. No, right. To their own, and that's awesome <laughs> right. if he wants yeah, to pay and for I that. I actually saw him. <laughs> at a meet and greet party uh, right before the Super Bowl this year. And he remembered me and I remembered him. And I was like, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. <laughs> I've tasted you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, that that's kind of one of my personal stories that happened to me. So well, I, I think you win the award for craziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that is a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, I mean, I've, I've seen huge – uh lineups of uh in some of the playrooms i remember one night there was uh about 20 females all lined up spread eagle and guys were just going right down the line uh, all performing oral sex and all the females just one at a time and it was this went on for hours holy cow well that would be okay yeah yeah that wasn't bad but yeah i wasn't expecting to walk in and see that i'm like okay this is interesting (laughs) you know (laughs) we were on a tame cruise because we didn't see a whole lot of the no we didn't the playrooms being utilized Hmm. wow well at night we were we were a little tied up too so (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe that happens (laughs) might have been in various rooms but yeah oh yeah um all right let's talk about this for a second you you've uh, you know, talked about all the great times and, and some of the crazy stuff. Is there a downside to being a lifestyle typical DJ? Oh, boy. Um, not to really being a DJ. Uh, I, I guess the only downside would have to be I first – it took me a while to get comfortable when I finally came out of the lifestyle closet, I guess you could say, and let mm-hmm. my friends and family members know what I do. Okay. Um, and how I did that is I decided to make a video and I posted it on my social. And I actually went to a park, jumped on a swing set, and I had somebody record me. Hey, I love swinging. You know, I love going. You know? <laughs> and, 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 and that's kind of how I brought it out. And I told people, I said, hey, this is what I do. You can either accept it or not accept it. You can choose to be my friend or not. Yeah. Um. You know, and it, I, I'm glad I did that, you know, because it made me feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, and, you know, now I can actually enjoy what I do and I have to, you know, hide anything. What was the so. percentage of people that embraced it and are, and are still your friends or, or what was the percentage that said, no, nope, I don't want anything that, to do with it? Yeah, actually the ones that probably wanted nothing to do with it, they never really said anything bad. Um, they just pretty much just don't walked, engage with me anymore. Walked away, yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, pretty much. Uh, yeah. That's 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 kind of impression that I got from. Um, I remember my daughter. That's another story. <laughs> my daughter. She's you know she's like dad. How come I can never go on a cruise with you? <laughs> yeah. You well. know, so when she turned when she was about nineteen, I told her I'm like, well, it's not your typical cruise. And she goes, what kind of cruise is it? I was like, you know, I think she's old enough. I'm going to tell her. I said, it's a swingers cruise. So she went on Google and looked up what a swinger was. And oh, sure. right away she came back. She was like, yeah, probably not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had a very similar conversation. <laughs> yeah. So how is it with being a single male? Because you seem very respectful and mm-hmm. you can hold a conversation. Um, but we all know there's a lot of them out there that don't and give you guys oh, a sure. bad name. Yeah, yeah there's sure. a there is a big stigmatism about being a single male. And oh, you get a lot of parties that no single men. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. I, I learned very quickly, uh, let's just say if I wanted to continue uh not just to be a DJ in the lifestyle, but if I wanted to meet other couples and I learned that it's not all about uh, – for me, it wasn't always – it's not about just going and fucking. You know what I mean? I want to build that connection with people. I want to build that relationship with, with people. I want them to feel comfortable with me that, hey, you know, here's my wife. Go have fun with her. You know, she's got a hall pass with you, you know. Um, it's, it's all about those connections and the networking that I've, that I've made that really made it a lot easier for my transition from, you know, vanilla to lifestyle – uh, I learned at a very quick time, um, you know, to just be open and honest. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see somebody and I'm interested, I learned that sometimes you just have to go up and approach them. And, you know, and I would just start a simple conversation with them. You know, I just say, hey, I just wanted to come up, say hi. You caught my eye. You're very beautiful, you know, and just started talking to them. Usually within the first five to ten minutes, I learned to read people. And that, that that's probably a key advice tip if I could give any single gentleman in the lifestyle is learn to read people and watch their reaction when you start talking to them, seeing if they're kind of, you know, pushing away a little bit or leaning away from you or if they're opening up the conversation leading leaving you know leaning into you more um because usually within five ten minutes i'm asking hey do you guys play with single guys right you know you know and i'm not afraid to ask that at first i was you know now i just i get right to the point you know what i mean because i want to know you know are we going to continue this conversation is it going to be worth both of our time absolutely yeah so um you know and that's kind of the approach that I take now. Um, and I learned, you know, that listen, somebody called me out on it. Cause I didn't know if this, it was my puppy, my second event that I ever did. The guy said, he came up, he goes, Hey, I know you're really into my wife. He goes, but next time when you come up to a couple, you should probably spend a little more time talking to the husband or the boyfriend, right? You know, mm-hmm. cause if they accept you and they feel comfortable, then it's usually, you know, that they're going to allow me to play with, with their wife girlfriends so 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 i learned right away to you know to to be a, a genuine show a genuine interest in that couple that i'm talking to so a good pickup line on sls isn't hey well fuck <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh i've uh i see some guys they just come off so creepy oh creepy so creepy all the time oh my god 
Yeah, um, uh, a really quick story. As Secrets one time, uh, we actually went on a Tuesday night. Tuesday night is their drag queen night. Um, it's very cheap that night. It's like $10, I think, for single guys. I'm going so, on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of single guys will be there on a Tuesday. And it just so happened, um, I, I can't remember. So, so it was me. My girlfriend at the time and our roommate, she's a 55-year-old, beautiful German woman. They're all into the lifestyle. They were actually girlfriends uh, dating each other, and then you know I met her on the cruise. So so I was actually in, in a, what do they call it, uh, a three- Triad. Uh, yeah, yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of fun. But we're at yeah. Secrets one night on a Tuesday, and so the 55-year-old woman picked out like three or four guys, and she goes, hey, guys, we're going to go in the playroom, have some fun. We go in the playroom. And there's a little kind of private room in a playroom with a door uh, that you can open or close it. So me, my girlfriend at the time, and the 55-year-old woman with four guys were all in there. And I, I, I said, you guys want the door open or close? She goes, look, we can leave it open. You know, we'll let people come in if they want to watch or whatever, you know. So guys started coming in there. And there must have been 20 guys oh, wow. in the room. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my girlfriend's time, she – She's very dominant, and she came up, and she goes, all right, guys, listen, here's the rules. You guys can be in the room. You can watch, but you have to have your dick in your hand playing with yourself if you want to stay in the room. <laughs> if you're asked to come up, you can come up and, and touch and play. If you're not asked, you, you st stay back. So, and we had some creepers that just came up, and, you know, so we had a yeah. – yeah, <laughs> y'all. They they didn't respect any of the rules at all. So no, jeez. And that's no. not okay. No. No, exactly. Um, so, yeah. I I think I probably already know the answer to this because you're a pretty busy guy with all your gigs and everything. But do you actually go out on on dates and stuff on your off weekends and and try and find people through the websites? You know, SLS or Cassidy or any of those. I do actually. Um. So I think. To, to back up and then I'll answer your question. The reason I believe that I met that girl on that November cruise all cruise all happened for a reason. Um, it was a fun ride while I had it. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it. Um, I think it was a learning experience for me uh, to where I am now. I think everything happens for a reason. You know, the universe puts things in front of you for a certain reason. And ever since me have been me and her have not been together. To answer your question, um, I have actually my confidence levels gone up. My, I guess you call it my game has gone up. You know, when, <laughs> when I, yeah, when when I'm meeting new people, I'll I will meet a lot of them on uh, if, if it's on social media, yeah, like SLS, SDC, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, also, um, a lot of it just comes from going out to you know meet and greets and being a dj and going to secrets on the weekends when i'm not if i'm not djing i'm at secrets okay. every weekend yeah gotcha so yeah. in your personal life the woman that you eventually find because you will mm -hmm. the woman that you eventually find you would prefer that they are somebody from the lifestyle i 100 percent yes well Yes. <laughs> if she's not, she has to at least be willing to accept the fact that I am a lifestyle DJ and she has to be comfortable with that because I'm not about to change what I've been building for eight or nine years now. Right. You right. Know? Um, so she has to. And I believe it or not, I actually met a girl at the shit show about four weeks ago in Oklahoma City. And it was we kind of hit it off, too. It was kind of one of those things. 
Um, we've been talking a little bit, but right now we're just kind of taking a step back. Um, actually, my last time at Secrets, I met a, a single female, and me and her have been talking. So, you know, I, I'm kind of looking. I, I am looking, and, and it would be nice to find somebody that's in the lifestyle. Absolutely. So unicorns do exist. Yeah, they do. They're real. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over Florida, I'm telling you. <laughs> So, Stephen, if, if people want to find you, and obviously we want to encourage them to go out and, and see a show and, and hang out with you, where uh, is there someplace on the Internet they can go to see where you're going to be at? Or Yeah, I have all kinds of stuff. Uh, I try to keep my website uh, up to date with like a lot of my tour schedule, which is just DJ Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, letter B, dot com. So it's just djstevenb.com. So it's got, you know, and I've been doing like a lot of videos now and uh, I tried doing like almost kind of like an experience. Like I'll record like me flying through the airport, landing and then getting off and then getting to the resort or the nightclub I'm going to DJ. And, you know, if I'm allowed to record certain stuff, I'll record things that I'm allowed to, you know, cause, <laughs> right. you, know <laughs> you know, so, um, so I, I, I like giving people that experience so they can actually watch and say, wow, this is what a Stephen B experience is all about. Cause I'm not your typical DJ. I, I do different things that when people see me perform and actually do a real show, you know, cause nobody wants to watch a DJ that's boring. You know, right. I mean, who wants to sit there and watch a DJ? Okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's, there's, you know, I could mention the top five lifestyle DJs right now, and they're pretty much all the same, but I am trying to do something different when I perform. Mm -hmm. I do, I do things like I set my turntables on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have dancers, Stephen B and the B girls. We come out and I actually dance with them almost like you're at like a, a concert, you know, like the singers would come out, do a wardrobe change. We sing, dance, do a couple songs, go back. I DJ for another half an hour, go back, do another wardrobe change, you know, and just, just try to, I'm trying to wow that crowd so they remember who Stephen B is. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, that, that's some of the big little, I guess the different things that I do when I perform um, and, and I'm always networking, you know, if, if, if you're ever there an event with me and there's a pool party, Get ready to be branded by Stephen B. Because I walk up with stickers and I put stickers on everybody and everything. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what's so, on the uh, the immediate schedule? I know you've probably got, uh, what, the Bliss Cruises uh, first week in November or second week yep. in November? Somewhere uh, yeah, around something there. like that. Yeah, that's coming up in November. Um, and then I know I have uh, Hito coming up. I have, I just booked, uh, there's a big company over on the East Coast. I think they're out of... Rhode Island called Share Nation. Uh, Share Nation, uh, they usually do and sponsor the Glow Night on the Bliss Cruise. So if oh, you've sure. Ever been, yeah. yeah, so so they're always the sponsor of that, and they booked me for New Year's Eve. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, so, so and, and New Year's Eve is, you know, that's my that's my money, money maker as a DJ. So I, I, I have several companies that wanted me, like Club Eden wanted me, this other company, and I'm like, well, you guys need to put in bids. Whoever the highest bidder is gets me. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, I've, yeah, so... I've got a question about Hito. Mm -hmm. Are you um are you working at the pool at all, or are you strictly in the nightclub? I'm doing everything. I am the only DJ for ten days. So when you're at the pool at Hito, do you have to be naked just like everybody else? No, I don't. But if you, <laughs> but I I actually joke about this. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think how I joke about this. So so when I'm DJing, I'll tell people like, because uh, people ask me like, do you DJ naked? I'm like, yeah, I don't even use my hands. 
<laughs> Great line. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, so that actually took me a while to get comfortable. Um, and the only place I've actually really DJ naked is over at Paradise Lakes Resort, which is which is in a Florida. Over, over, yeah, 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 correct. It's, yeah, it's a, it's the nudist uh, nudist. I don't know what you want to call it, nudist colony, I guess, or nudist city or whatever, right. you, know, you know, and then you get in and they have the nightclub and all that in the middle or whatever. And it took me a while to start to get comfortable being naked. And now when I'm in Florida, I'm naked like 90% of the time at my apartment, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just what we do, you know, and as soon as I get to secret sign a weekend, the clothes come off, you know, because it's, it's cold in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not used to being <laughs> naked up here because <laughs> no, the right. weather sucks. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of, uh, yeah. So, so I do, I do and I don't. I, I would do it more at uh, certain places where I DJ, but it's, I don't know, there, there's, there's still an awkward side to it because I know a lot of the staff and a lot of the employees there. And I think, okay, would they be comfortable? seeing me naked DJing because of our friendship that we've built, you know, kind sure. of thing. And after a while, I just felt like, screw it, you know? These, I was going to say, yeah, like the yeah, Bliss Cruise, right. the, yep. you're, you're stuck there for seven days, and you're yep. you're obviously not working the entire time, so in your downtime, nope. do you just hang yep. out at the pool and I do. have yeah. fun? Oh, and... yeah, so the last few cruises, I, I finally decided, you know, hey, screw it, I'm going to go lay up by the pool naked, because I don't want no tan lines, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of what I do now, and... um and so far, everything's been pretty cool. Now, if people so. want to uh, reach out and contact you, you know, we've got a lot of listeners out there, so maybe somebody wants to hire you for a, a show. Can they find that information on your website? Yeah, it's got everything on there. It's got my name, phone number, social media links. They can listen to videos. Yeah, they can pretty much find out everything about me, you know, everything from, you know, how much I weigh to, you know, every, <laughs> <laughs> my whole bio. Are there measurements? <laughs> Uh, I was, for that I was one. just about to say that um, it's very possible. Maybe I should add that. Maybe I'll no. get more bookings. Keep keep some mystery there. Exactly. One hundred percent. Oh, Stephen, yep. I I don't have any more questions. Do you, honey? I don't. All right. Well, I this was awesome. I thank you so much for coming on the show and and sure. explaining a little bit about uh, being a lifestyle DJ because it's a perspective we don't normally get. So great to talk to you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my time. Uh, you guys are a lot of fun. I hope to actually see and meet you guys at a future event, cruise, or somewhere. I am so. sure we're going to run into you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question about that. Yeah. So thank you so much, Stephen B. I appreciate it. And uh, we will be back next week with an all-new show. We're going to get out of here, right, honey? Sure. Go outside and have a little fun. What are you doing? You're, I don't you're know. You're giving me a weird hand signal. <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. Be sure and tune in next week for an all-new show. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>